This podcast is sponsored by Active Skin Repair, a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. So, Bree, I remember this one time I was in a bike race around Tucson, and uh, I wasn't paying attention. We were riding down 4th Avenue, and there's railroad tracks, like street track tracks, and my bike's tire like went and wedged in to the railroad tracks, no. and I totally fell down and just like skinned my hands, everything. Ugh. I had nothing with me, nothing at all. And it's that times where you want a first aid product and you have nothing. And <laughs> active skin repair utilizes a molecule called hypochlorous acid. When applied to the skin, the molecule works by mimicking the natural immune response to cleanse, soothe irritation, reduce inflammation, and support healing. I've used it on my son's mosquito bites, and I wish I would have had it the time I totally scraped up my hands. Oh, I hear you. Like whenever I go paddleboarding, kayaking, I'm always trying to find something that is like an all-in-one that I can take with me. And active skin repair could be used like that. It can be used to treat cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, and other types of skin damage. It's also safe and non-toxic, which makes it suitable for all skin types, all parts of the body, like eczema and acne-prone skin, all of that. With over 500,000 happy customers, thousands of five-star reviews, and ingredients so safe and clean they can be used from the youngest member of the family to the oldest, you now have one simple solution for all of your family's skin health needs. Visit www.activeskinrepair.com to learn more about Active Skin Repair and to get 20% off your order. Use code NOGUILT. Welcome to the No Guilt Mom podcast. I am your host, Joanne Crone, joined here by my wonderful co-host, Bree Tucker. Why, hello, hello, everybody. How are you? <laughs> Bree, we are getting right back into the swing of things because guess who's got COVID? I know. <gasps> I joined the COVID party. <laughs> it wasn't long ago that we had to do the podcast episode where it was just you and our lovely guest, Jennifer, because I was out with COVID and now poor you. I am so sympathetic because I really do feel your pain. It's like everybody's getting it right now. So I now feel like I'm really part of a club because now I've had it. My whole family's had it and we made it through our Alaska vacation, only got it right at the end. And so I'm calling that a win. I am grateful. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I don't think I would have done as well as you. When it hit me, I was like, I just want to be in my bed and hide under my sheets. But no, you were a champ. You finished it up. You and you managed to get home. <laughs> that was the rough part. Traveling the whole family and airports and all of that. that. That's rough. That's tiring. Well, you don't have a choice when you're in the moment. And it was so bad because we knew we were sick and we're totally masked up. We quarantined ourselves in our hotel room and still it's like everybody's getting it. How do you prevent it now? You can't. Right? It's crazy. And it, and it is funny too, because not that long ago, I'd say maybe a month ago, I was chatting with you that we were special because we hadn't gotten COVID yet. <laughs> and maybe people were going to like check us out and see like why we don't get COVID. And then it's almost like, <laughs> It's almost like COVID was like, wait, 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 hold my beer. I got to get that. Beer. <laughs> I got to like, get that. I got this. I'm giving you guys all COVID and knocking <laughs> you off your host right now. <laughs> like, forget that. 
But today we're talking all about gratitude. We got a message on Instagram, uh, a question asking, how do you teach kids to be more grateful? And so we're like, you know what? That is a podcast episode. We got to do this. Today we have actual concrete ways and practices that you could do at home to help your kids be more grateful and to help you feel some more gratitude as well. So that's what we have in store for you today. Get ready. We have an awesome episode coming for you now. This episode is brought to you by Hamper. Oh my gosh. I utterly love Hamper. Hamper is the Uber of laundry. It totally is. It makes everything so much easier. And I I have to tell you, it has saved my life repeatedly lately. So I don't know what's going on in our household, but for some reason, just our laundry is becoming like gremlins. Like every day, it just keeps multiplying. And yesterday we had this huge congestion. We have school starting in two days. They were literally fighting over who got to have the, the washer and dryer. I looked at my husband and I'm like, forget this crap. I'm hampering this. It was so, so nice. I just took our laundry, threw it in hamper, plugged it in. Somebody came by two hours later to pick it up and it was just done. No stress, all completely gone. I'm just waiting for it to be brought back today and it has a window. It's going to be coming in the next like couple of hours. And I am so excited. Done. No stress, completely finished. And it's completely folded and everything. So if you need a break from your laundry or you just want to outsource something that takes a lot of your time, go sign up for Hamper. We have a link in the show notes and they can also get a $10 off their annual fee free, right? Yes. It's awesome. Plug in the code NOGUILT10 when you're signing up for your account. That link is in the show notes. And now on with the show. You want mom life to be easier. That's our goal too. Our mission is to raise more self-sufficient and independent kids. And we're going to have fun doing it. We're going to help you delegate and step back. Each episode, we'll tackle strategies for positive discipline, making our kids more responsible and making our lives better in the process. Welcome to the No Guilt Mom Podcast. So gratitude is a really hard thing uh, sometimes to talk about because some, I, I don't know about you, but when I'm in the moment, when I'm in that negative feeling, I'm like, I should really practice gratitude right now. And it's not the best time when you're feeling all the emotions and you're feeling mad and you're feeling like things aren't going your way. So with this practice of gratitude, we're going to work it into our whole lives, Brie, our whole lives. <laughs> I think a lot of us are under the impression that you can just learn it by osmosis. Just say, be grateful and you'll be grateful. It doesn't, <laughs> a lot of us like, and I don't know, maybe. I'm saying a lot of us, but really I'm saying Brie. If I just say I should be more grateful, I will instantly be more grateful. And like you just said, when you're in a moment where you're frustrated, it is so, so hard. It is. Yeah. All of us, we know we need to be more grateful and we know that our kids would be so much happier if they were, if they were able to be more grateful, but we need that, that blueprint or some, some tools or strategies to figure out how to actually do it. And there's so many benefits of gratitude. Like it helps you build your happiness. It helps you build your resilience. It helps you feel safe, connected to others. And it can also reset our nervous system. So we're we're less tense and we breathe deeper and we lower our blood pressure and we're better able to focus that way as well. So there's all these scientific benefits of gratitude, all these mental health benefits of gratitude. 
episode. The question comes in, how do we practice it all the time? And we have some great things, things that I use, things that Bree uses, things that we researched and we're using more in our own lives. So let's just get into it right now. Uh, so the first thing to start with gratitude is always what we suggest to our Calm and Happy Parenting members, our No Guilt Mom community, be the example which is so hard sometimes. I know we just said like, that could be so hard, but it's, it's not as hard as it sounds because again, baby steps, right? Just try something small. So like, so when it talks about like being the, the example, just trying to say it out loud whenever you can remember that you're having like a grateful moment. Mm-hmm. I do this, uh, I do this, try to do this a lot on vacation. And it's pretty easy when you go on vacation because all this beauty's around you. We were in Alaska <laughs> with like these sweeping landscapes. And I mean, one of the uh, like little adventures excursions we went on was sea cycling, where you get in like this little boat and you like paddle around. And we were paddling uh, in this bay and seals just popped up, like not more than like 20 feet from us, just seals popping up out of the water. And it was at that moment, I'm like, oh my gosh, I am so grateful to be here right now. Now. Look at this. We get to experience nature. Look at these surroundings. We are in this beautiful place. And just mentioning those things out loud when you see them helps to enforce that gratitude. Shout out to Clarendon for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Hey guys, Bree here. And let me tell you, April is a killer time of the year for me because it is crazy allergy season. I swear, everything that is in bloom looks fantastic and beautiful, but it makes it so I can't breathe. I am literally coughing, sneezing, rubbing my nose. I look like Rudolph half of the spring. It's terrible. But luckily for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies like I do, we live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can finally breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine is the best decongestant available. It relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy, watery eyes, itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. I absolutely love it. It is the only allergy medicine that works for me. So if you're ready to live life as if you don't have allergies, it's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just one quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Hey all, it is Joanne and Bree here. And we want to tell you about a podcast that you should check out. It's called Understood Explains. This season of the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert Juliana Uturbe, and it's all about how to navigate individual education plans, also known as IEPs. And in this latest season of Understood Explains, it covers topics like how to tell if your child needs an IEP and it busts common myths about special education. We actually just listened to the episode, IEPs, Does My Child Need an IEP? And here is what we loved about it. I loved that it was so digestible. Like it was such a short episode and all of the topics, which could be really confusing to parents, were easily explained. And I loved how they gave great concrete examples because you know how much I love me a good example. They explained what kind of services and supports you could actually see on a child's IEP or individual education plan. And they explained those acronyms that nothing drives me more crazy than when there's acronyms and I don't get it. I don't know what it stands for. They took the time to explain everything in so much 
detail and to cover concerns that a lot of families have about special ed services. To listen to Understood Explains, search for Understood Explains in your podcast app. That's Understood Explains, or just click on the link in our show notes. Now, I love that, but knowing that you have a teenager, I'm just going to ask, was there ever a point where your daughter was like, mom, that's cringy? I, you know what? I get the cringy comments a lot and I'm looking over <laughs> to my son right now who's sitting here and the- <laughs> he's, he rolled his eyes at me. <laughs> I do get cringy comments a lot, but I kind of brush them off because I know that even though they may be cringy in the moment, just saying them over and over again, it takes away that cringiness because if something happens repetitively then it's not so noticeable it just becomes a part of your life it becomes ingrained in you and the cringe level goes down and down and down and down it just becomes who you are exactly like that is like that was actually where i was trying to like have us go because i feel like a lot of times it's hard when when you're trying to put in systems that you feel are important for your kids so like being grateful um, talking about that out loud in front of your your teenagers, you'll get a lot of pushback <laughs> if they if they aren't into it. They're, you're gonna get a lot of like, oh, God, they find so anything different. Ever. If you do anything different whatsoever, teenagers narrow in on it. And be like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> what are you trying to make me do? What's your what's your inside you, motive? There need somebody needs to start a TikTok trend of being grateful for teens. I mean, like that, <laughs> somebody needs to come up with that so that because that'll get the kids to do it. Right? There's a TikTok challenge of the grateful challenge. <laughs> like, it'll be all over the place. The grateful challenge for every time that you throw a wet piece of toilet paper on the ceiling of a bathroom. Gratefulness. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what they would be like. I totally, totally can see that happening. But yeah, so going back to what you just said, like being grateful, talking about it out loud. Like, it's, and if it's a hard thing for you, then like maybe just shoot for like saying one grateful thing a day. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes like what I'll do when I keep forgetting stuff is I'll set a timer on my phone or a reminder on my phone. So like you could set one for like, I don't know, pick a random time, 3.30 in the afternoon, 3.30 in the afternoon, ding on your calendar, say that you're, you know, do a daily gratitude out loud, mm-hmm. you know? That can kind of well in our balance membership we have our 215 victory break where two fifteen PM you just like announce like okay what's something that happened great today and yeah. I think that's important uh in everything and even like in our team meetings here at No Guilt Mom we're like okay what are our wins <laughs> what are we <laughs> celebrating because you always have to bring it back to that yeah and there's so many different ways that you can like look at it like gratitude doesn't just have to be the word gratitude it can be like you just said victories wins positives. I'm happy for like anything like that. But I do like the word gratitude. It just, it has a warm, fuzzy feeling. I like that. But most importantly, it starts with yourself. Yes. So you don't even have to worry about getting it out in your kids. All you have to do is start it in yourself and you get the benefits then too. And it kind of rubs off. It's the best osmosis we have in terms of gratitude. I do think so. It's, it's a huge one. We already know that in general, that doing things and leading by example is huge for our kids. So with all that being said, we have, okay. So what are some things that, that we can do? Like, what is the system that we can help break it down for us and for our kids to learn gratitude? Well, we, one of our favorites, Nancy Davis Co., who is a speaker in our happy mom summit, she has a system for writing letters of gratitude and it's all about see, say, and savor 
where it's three steps. So see, you look around and you see things and people that you're grateful for. So I can look around my room. I could see Brie on my Zoom screen. I could say, I'm grateful for Brie. I could look to my son who's there on the computer. I could say, I'm grateful for him. Oh, I got another eye roll. <laughs> I can and say my dog is right there. I'm grateful for her. <laughs> I was going to say, who's his companion? So like seeing the things and the people that you're grateful for, like, yeah, I totally agree. I am very grateful. It's like right now while we're recording this, um, I am grateful that, first of all, I'm going to say that we're able to do this because of the fact that it is so much fun getting to have a podcast and getting to talk to people, but also the flexibility of the fact that we're just getting over COVID and we have the ability yeah. to do this and like in our own places. And that's what, again, it's like, oh my gosh, me. I was just thinking about that today because I'm like all these teachers going back to school right now. I, I could not go back to school in my current situation. Like it'd be impossible. So I am very thankful for this and the flexibility. Yes. Yeah. So seeing all those things that we're grateful for is huge. Mm -hmm. And then you said the second one was say. Say, write it out. Handwritten letters are best, but if you can, you could send a text, email, post on social media. Just yeah, write and, it, get it out I, there. And I remember Nancy talking about this. Um, so like she wrote the book, The Thank You Project, which we have a link to um, in the show notes if you want to check that one out. But she talked about the reason why it's important to write it out is it kind of goes back to step three, but it, but it, again, coming back to like writing it out, it just makes it more solid. Right. I mean, it, and I don't know about anybody else in podcast land, but Joanne, you know, that this is a struggle I have every day. I will walk into a room constantly and be like, what did I come in here for? <laughs> so if I don't write something down, it's like, it didn't exist. It just like poof goes away. Yeah. And then you get to look at it later, which is her last part, savor, go back and look at those gratitude notes you've written, look at those texts. And it just reminds you of everything that you have to be grateful for. And that lowers your blood pressure. It makes you happier. It gives you a more positive frame of mind. It does all these wonderful things. Yep. And what I really love too about it is that she kind of brings in that whole stage of mindfulness. Um, my husband is huge in the mindfulness. Poor guy is constantly trying to get me to be more mindful and I, I'm working on it. I'm just not quite to his like uh, Jedi level of it yet. But um, like, again, when you're reading that and you're going back to what, <clears throat> what you talked about and what you wrote down in the letter or the text or the email or whatever, thinking about your feelings, how does that make you feel when you're reading it? Does it make you feel more connected to the person? Does it make you feel grateful that you have that friend? Does it make you long to go see that person again? How are you feeling in that moment? That's a huge one. Huge. <laughs> so we have be the example, write it out. Yes. yes. <laughs> my, my favorite number three, bribe them with a little candy. <laughs> it sounds so bad because I'm <laughs> this was a I'm, good system, but now you're going to reveal it in front of your son because <laughs> he's there. Oh, the yeah. <laughs> no, I think he knows it. I think he okay. knows about the sweet tarts, but I just had a box of sweet tarts in my car and every um, every time after school pickup, it was hard because it was always like, oh my gosh, it was so hot outside. And, and all of these like sayings about, you know, how bad things are or, or what was really hard today. I needed to get them out of that system. And so I got this box of sweet tarts. I had just gotten it from a gift. It was in my car. And I'm like, hey, every good thing you say, you get a sweet tart. And my kids were like, okay. <laughs> 
I know, right? So, They're like, they Ooh. just started saying good thing, good thing. They're like, oh, lunch was really good today. Or I got to play soccer on the playground today. And they just racked up these sweet tarts. And so we did that for a few weeks. And I noticed that the whole system of like getting into the car, it totally changed. Instead of starting with the complaint right away, it was looking for something relatively good. And it didn't have to be like this mind blowing good thing. It's just like the everyday, like good things. And right. it helped retrain their thought process. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. If you're a parent, I invite you to join us at the Mindful Mama podcast, where it's all about becoming a less irritable, more joyful parent with sometimes hilarious and always thought-provoking experts and friends. At Mindful Mama, we know that you cannot give what you do not have. And when you have calm and peace within, then you can give it to your children. I'm Hunter Clark Fields, and I can't wait to see you there. Listen in to the Mindful Mama podcast. So I think, I think that's a huge thing right there, right? Because what you're showing them is that gratitude doesn't have to be this like mountain humongously thoughtful thing. Mm -mm, no. Be the little positives. So another thing I learned really early on, like when my daughter started school in kindergarten is that question, like, how was your day today? Like, do you ask that Brie? Oh, I have learned to stop. You and I talked about it and it, and it made sense once you told me, because I'm like, why are my kids always so, so pissed off when I'm asking them about their Always. Day was? always. And my, I would talk about my daughter, it. when she was in kindergarten, she like, she had I don't know the, the awareness to be like, that question makes me really mad. Like she actually told me that that question makes me really mad. Well, that would have been and after I talked about it. Yeah. Well, I talked about it with my husband. He's like, yeah, there's just so much pressure to give a good answer. So even if your day wasn't good, you feel like you have to tell someone that it's fine and that's going against what you actually feel. And that's just a lot of pressure. So instead I just don't ask anything. I'm just like, Hey, I'm really happy to see you and let the conversation go from there. But the sweet tarts definitely helped get the ball rolling being like, Hey, like I have some sweet tarts. Anyone interested? And I think honestly, that's not a bad point to make too, because how often do we reward ourselves with something like that too? Like there's something I don't overly want to do. And in practicing gratitude for kids, it's a hard thing for most of them, right? Because as we started out this whole thing, talking about how it's, it's not a normal, it's not something that is necessarily ingrained to your culture or to your, I don't know, daily routine. So it feels kind of mm -hmm. weird and off. And so when we have to do something that feels weird and off or that we don't overly want to do, like, oh, heck, I don't know, um, 
cleaning my <laughs> cleaning cleaning my kitchen. I hate cleaning my kitchen, but I try to reward myself with little things. So that totally makes sense why the sweet tarts would be a really great idea. You're not going to do it forever, but it certainly mm-hmm. gets the ball rolling and you can bring it in whenever you need to pick me up. Exactly. Anytime you it's need so a little easy. sweetness too. It's sweet so tart. easy. Yes. <laughs> and then like, so the next one we have is something that came from one of our, our courses that we have that we do in Common Happy Parenting. It's, it's a sub course we do that's called Creating Digital Family Time, but it's about having family meetings that work. And in it, we talk about doing highs and lows. Mm-hmm. And this is something that is so easy. And it's super easy to incorporate into like, I like to do it at family meals. And I think that's when you do it too, right, Joanne? I do it too. Yeah. I'm like, let's do some highs and lows. And sometimes it's just me doing highs and lows or me and my son doing highs and lows or whoever feels to participate at that time. But really taking stock of, hey, what was challenging today and what was good about today? Yeah. And I think it's, I really think it's important to do that because not only does it help you again, recognize, be a little bit more mindful about your day, what was going on. But it also, like we talked about just a second ago about how it doesn't necessarily, highs and lows doesn't have to mean your high was a good thing it, or not oh, good things wrong way. It wasn't the best thing in the world. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to say like, it was like, oh my gosh, this amazing, great thing happened today. Some days your day is subpar at best. And oh, so yeah. we're just, what was the high of the day? The high of the day was I did not, like I tripped on the stairs, but I did not break my arm. That was my high. <laughs> I got coffee. That could always be my high. I will always go back to that. I have some coffee. My high was nobody screamed at me and told me I was cringy today. You know, whatever it is. But my point is, yeah, right? Like the point is, is that again, the more you do it, some days people are going to jump in, some days they won't. And it's okay. It's, It's okay because it's a process, but they will get there. They are seeing things. Your kids are picking up on them. And it's also building the habits in, in you as well. These uh, routines, is that the, the word routines, I want to go for? Yeah, these yeah, mindfulness so. routines, yeah. definitely. So just remember, sometimes it's just something that doesn't suck. That was your high of the day. <laughs> so those are just four ways that you can help teach your kids gratitude. One, the first one is be the example and just show that gratitude or try to show the gratitude as much as you can. Ignore those cringy comments. <laughs> We should like, we need t-shirts, no cringe zone. No cringe. Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay. That, I'm, I'm going to work on that. I'm going to create it. And then the music. Yeah, I know you are. We're going to go somewhere with this. I love it. Okay. Number two, teach a system. Yep. Teach them a system. Give them like, like we just talked about, like the little steps to how to do it. Because when you just say to your kids or you say to anybody, let's be more grateful. It's a little bit overwhelming. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm supposed to be like this, like great, mindful, grateful person. And I'm not there yet. So baby steps, little ways. Number three, we're not against bribing with candy to get that ball rolling. We are not above bribing with candy. Mm -hmm. Yes, for sure. Bribes definitely have a place in the parenting world. (laughs) (laughs) And number four, we should practice our highs and lows, especially like trying to do those. Like, again, I feel like mealtimes are a really great time because you're all sitting there and you're trying to come up with things to talk about during dinner anyways. So there you go. There you go. So we want to hear how you incorporate this gratitude in your life and what you're doing. Share with us, go post on Instagram and tag no guilt mom and I'll reshare it. And we just, we can get this gratitude train going a little bit easier because you know, we need to notice the good things in our lives. We do. We do. And while you're going on Instagram to share with us or Facebook or wherever, or even like leaving us a review. Oh my gosh. We would love a review. <laughs> yes. Leaving us oh a review, gosh. Telling us what you thought about this episode. 
check out that podcast quiz that we talked about. You can find the link in the show notes, definitely. And until next time, remember the best mom is a happy mom. Take care of you and we will talk to you later. Thanks for stopping by. Are you overwhelmed by the things that get in the way of you doing what you want to do? Are you looking for ways to simplify life to better align with your values? Do you want to create space in your schedule so you have room for more of the good stuff? Play, joy, relationships, gratitude, and more? If you answered yes to any of these questions, I invite you to check out Edit Your Life, a podcast to help you edit the unnecessary from your life so you have more room to enjoy the awesome. Through episodes with me, Christine Co., and a range of super smart, compassionate, and thoughtful guests, you'll come away with big picture insights and practical ways to declutter your home, schedule, and mental space without getting bogged down by perfection. I have always believed that small moments and actions matter tremendously. My goal is to help you find agency and space in your life through doable baby steps that will leave you feeling accomplished instead of overwhelmed. Check out Edit Your Life wherever you enjoy your podcasts.